From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Good morning, I'm Malcolm White here with Carol Puckett. Today we are looking forward to the most talked about meal of the year, Thanksgiving. The countdown has begun with the Thanksgiving coming up next week. There is absolutely no time to waste. Today we enlist the help of one of Mississippi's favorite food personalities, that a chef Elizabeth High School will be with us. So from turkey to sides and, of course, the desserts, we will try to cover it all today. Come on, y'all, let's talk turkey. You can join today's conversation with your Thanksgiving meal questions calling 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or send us an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Good morning. It's Monday morning right here at MPB Think Radio, and this is Deep South Dining. Carol, how are you? Good morning, Malcolm. I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Most excellent. It's nice and nippy. Not cold, but it's got a nice it's a fallish. Nippy. Um, I was thinking about, remember Farmer Jim Neal? Oh, yeah, of course. He, used to have, he had Jim. the radio show for years, and he would start every morning, and he'd say, it's a brand new day. It's never been used before. And that's how I'm feeling that's today. That's good. Well, you're you're looking ready. good. Thank you. You're, you're looking good. So what did you do over the weekend? I, I uh, Myself, I cooked uh, a few things, and Kara cooked a few things. I'll share those with you. I... On Saturday morning, decided I want an omelet, so I fixed a pimento cheese omelet, oh, French man. style, you know, with the folded yeah. French style. That was really, really neat. And Kara had frozen some uh, bird eggs, the the spanakopia, uh, the Armenian version of the spanakopia, and had put them in the freezer after last year. And she popped a few of them out last night and reheated them, and those things were amazing. It's the phyllo with the cheese and the spinach. And then she made a big pot of red lentil soup. So I now ate well. Now, that woman can cook. Yes, I ate well. How about you? Well, I wish I could say that um, I cooked myself, but I was cooked upon once again. And? I was in uh, Oxford for the oh, yeah. game and, big and basketball game and football game. My, my heart was also in Starkville with the Bulldogs and the rest of my family, but I was in Oxford. House divided. It is a, fam- a family, a family divided. But uh, I ate at McEwen's on the square, and it was a wonderful meal. Mm-hmm. Um, I love their style of cooking, and I had some mac and cheese, fried eggplant, and green beans, and they have the best little cornbread. Mm muffins that they put on the table. They're kind of a creamy cornbread. Wow. So Sounds like you ate well. I ate well. Did you go into the uh, Grove or stay away from all that? Did not go into the Grove. I'm scared of the Grove. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I went to a small college with 800 people, Converse Mm. in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and the Grove is a bit overwhelming. The Grove is larger than the the college you went to. (laughs) Much larger, and also it is especially scary with Mm. the LSU Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. Yeah, those those Tigers were roaming around Oxford. They yeah. were having such a good time. They're a fun-loving bunch. Yeah. So I watched a lot of football on TV and hung out with my grandkids. But I had a wonderful, restful weekend. And as I said, I ate pretty well. And, you know, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. And we're going to have Elizabeth High School come in. And 
she she knows all about the subject and she's a, a lot of fun but you know i was thinking like the turkey is the centerpiece for most thanksgivings of course but uh, i was talking to my uh, father-in-law on the phone the other day he lives in, up in uh, virginia in uh, richmond and his whole focus has been on quote-unquote securing the ham for the holiday oh, the virginia ham yeah i mean that's his focus not I'm looking for the perfect turkey. He's been out securing the ham for the holiday. So, you know, it's a it's a different thing. So will you go to Virginia? Yeah. We leave uh, right after the show next week, fly up to Richmond, and we'll have a Virginia Thanksgiving. Which you can report on. I certainly will. So let's see uh, what other tidbits are going on. We're gonna. I, I, I posted on Facebook uh, about this show and said, you know, share your favorite sides, and uh, I got a uh, hundred and fifty <laughs> plus uh, replies. And man, oh man, oh man, do people and take we, this seriously? And Elizabeth High School will be joining us, but she's out right now studying all of those one hundred and fifty. Uh, favorite side dishes. That, that's some real data. That's it some really real is. data. We, we can turn it into a, a short uh, short story. Well, before we get to Elizabeth and get her in here to uh, tell us all about the glories of Thanksgiving from her perspective, on the phone right now we have another great friend, Chef Enrica Williams. Hello, Chef. Hey, how are you? Good morning, Enrica. Good morning. What's going on? Oh, you know, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you getting ready for Thanksgiving? Uh, getting ready for Thanksgiving, absolutely. Uh, I have a, um, a dinner myself that I'm hosting uh, with a great friend of mine this Friday, this uh, come, upcoming Friday, and I am preparing for that. We're running around taking care of a, la- a lot of last-minute details. I'm excited about the dinner, too. And so this would be the dinner with Carla Hall, it the is the famous chef Carl yes. Hall and my friend. I yes. know yes. that, yes. and and you know, there's just a lot of buzz about this dinner. We're so thrilled she's coming yes. to Jackson, and uh, I'm sure most of our listeners know her from the Chew and yes. um, from what was the other Top Food Chef? Network. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah Top Chef, and she's on a lot of uh, baking shows um, on the Food Network. So, but definitely from Top Chef and from the Chew. So you're having a dinner with Carla Hall this Friday at Smith yes. Robertson Museum. Yes. And uh, the cost is, do you tell me, $125 a person? Yes. yes. One tw- the, the general admission tickets um, are $125, and that, that cost grants you in, entrance into the dinner. We sold out of our VIP tickets. Oh. Which was wonderful, yeah, and I, that was yeah. That's that's pretty amazing. So that was um, it's actually we're going to be it's a cocktail hour has a swag bag with a signed cookbook and some local um, things and products that we put in the bag to promote other local and Mississippi uh, products that we were using and just people whose things we love. So that is, that was part of the VIP package, but we have. General admission tickets available, and they are one twenty-five. And the time for that that seating is at six thirty. That's when the first course will be served. And um, Carla and myself are still going to be very interactive with the guests. We're going to explain each course and kind of give a background and a little story to each course. And so it's going to be a really fun 
and laid back and bubbly even. Carla is like a very, she's very much the personality you see on television. In real life, it's just amplified. She's a great person. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, tell us how we can get tickets. So you can get tickets, actually. Um, there's a Facebook event page. And you can go to um, Fauna Food Works Presents. Supper with Carla Hall. That's and Fauna Food Works, F A U N A Food Works. Yes, and do, and um and that's an event. I'm sorry, that's an event page that we created for Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, you can actually type that in, and it will direct you to that page event directly. And there is an event right link that you can purchase your tickets. And then also, um, if you don't go to that page on Facebook, you can also go um, to Fauna Food Works page on Facebook, and it also will have a space for you that will direct you directly to Eventbrite. Um, there is also a listing on Eventbrite. If you type in Jackson, Mississippi, and you type in Supper, the event will pop up on Eventbrite.com. And also on Instagram, on Fauna Food Works page, there is a link that you can directly press and ask for tickets. And you can press on the ticket button, and it'll direct you to purchase your tickets right there through Instagram as well. That's great. So this is a, a dinner with Chef Carla Hall and Chef Enrica Williams. It will be yes. Friday, November 22nd uh, at the Smith Robinson Museum, and we hope everybody will check it out. Sounds like a delicious way to spend the evening. Thanks so much for calling. Thank uh, you Enrique, so much. it's great to hear from you as always. always. We look forward to having you back on the show. Thank you so much. Now, Carol, one of the things that we've been working on uh, as is, is what we call the countdown to, yeah. to Thanksgiving tips and updates. We are updates. heavy into the countdown. So what's the next countdown item? Okay, well, I must reveal with you that okay. you have cleaned out your freezer. That's right. Let's go all the you way back. You've finalized your guest list. Okay. You've planned your menu. Right. Important. You've got your gear. You know what you need. Mm -hmm. Roast pans, food processor blades, all of that. You've made your shopping list. And ordered your turkey if you okay. want a fresh turkey. Or ham. Or if, ham. If you're from Virginia. <laughs> from Virginia. <laughs> uh, you've made your, your pie dough, and it's in the freezer now. Uh, you've decided on your table settings. Got the, all that in mind. And today you must stop start shopping for your non-perishables. You must... Pick up your frozen turkey today. Just go today, ahead and go get ahead that and get out it. of the way. Or this mm -hmm. this week. This okay. week. Right. Shop for beer and wine and beverages. Yes. And that's your job until now. Oh, clean out your refrigerator. We've done the freezer. Okay. This week is time for the refrigerator. Okay, so let's recap. Uh, since we started the countdown, we have uh, cleaned out the freezer, made the guest list. I'm trying to go... Yep. Off the top of my we head. We plan here. the menu. Plan the menu. Get the gear in place. Yep. Very important. And uh, now we're going to go ahead and order the turkey and clean out the refrigerator. Yes. And we're going to shop for non-perishables and get some of that out of the way. The non-perishables and the beer and the wine. Okay. We're trying to have as little stress as possible okay. going into next week. Excellent. Thanks for the... Um, 
informative tips. <laughs> tips, updates, and countdown to Thanksgiving. Brought to you by Here we Carol go. Puckett. We're excited about Thanksgiving. All right, we're going to take we're a little break. We're excited about Elizabeth. That's right. Let's make way for Elizabeth. When we get come back, uh, Elizabeth High School will join us, and we're going to talk about turkeys, and we're going to talk about sides, and we're going to talk about Thanksgiving in general. So be ready for all of that. If you have questions for Chef Elizabeth High School, certainly love to have you call in at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can shoot us an email at food at mpbonline.org. Carol and I will be right back with Elizabeth High School for more at Deep South Dining. I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, Professor of Internal Medicine and Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining with Carol Puckett and myself. I am Malcolm White, and in the studio, we've just been joined by the one and only, the fabuloso Elizabeth High School. Welcome, Elizabeth. Good morning, friends. (laughs) And I have known Elizabeth for many, many years, and I am so happy to say that Malcolm and I just stressed her out. (laughs) I have never seen Elizabeth could be feeding 500 people at a wedding, and she's cool and calm. But, Mal, we did it. We stressed her out with the Thanksgiving countdown. Well, you know, because it is, it's that important to me. And now I'm realizing I hadn't even started, and I'm already behind. Like, I mean, it's so bad, Carol. This is not good. But I am going to. I'm going to catch up this week. This week is going to be nothing but turkey. We were just trying to get through LSU last week. We got through that, um, catered a ton of fun events, and now it is all turkey from here out. And you're going to actually be on the Today Show Thanksgiving Day. Is that right? It'll actually be the day before. The day before. So they're doing a fabulous segment. It's called um, the United Plates of Food. So we'll have 50 chefs from 50 states. I of course, and of representing course. the great state of Mississippi. And so we had kind of talked just for a minute about this because I need to find a dish that is representative of Mississippi for the holidays, for Thanksgiving. Um, and so there's been lots of discussion. We've gotten to some heated arguments in the kitchen. Um, and, I, and I thought I had settled on it. And then Malcolm brought something up that I hadn't even thought about. And now I'm completely conflicted. And what did Malcolm say? He, corn pudding. Corn well, pudding. Yeah. Um, you know, with the Facebook post that yielded some 150 replies, corn pudding and corn souffle just kept reoccurring, kept reoccurring. Even so, though it's not seasonal. No. It's it's ridiculous Corn's to even, not even think fresh about doing Yes, I mean, it's in a can, but it's super easy. It's super, I mean, last minute, you've got all this. And we're thinking back to the Indian, to the Native Americans. Yes, now, that is yes, very yes, true, yes. Carol. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So we're, but I, I had settled on congealed salad, a cranberry congealed salad, which brought, you know, and the people are very passionate about this right now. They're, one of the things that's trending so huge um, on uh, the Instagram and the Facebook is canned cranberry sauce. It's hot right versus now. Versus fresh. I mean, literally, <laughs> every almost every Indeed. other post. It's, it's amazing. So 
what happened was the Instacart people that do all the grocery delivery, um, they decided that it was the most hated Thanksgiving food, and they came out with a little blurb about that because it doesn't get ordered. Hmm. Um, And then, of course, all the people that love it more than life itself all came out of the woodwork screaming about it. So it's pretty funny. Well, we had a couple of posts. We had a couple of posts uh, responding to sides that were very specific about canned cranberry Mm -hmm. uh, sauce. Is that what we call it? Sauce? Cranberry sauce. Well, there's yeah, that jelly I mean, it's stuff. a jelly. It really is the jelly. It comes out of the can. There's that one that comes out in the shape of the can absolutely. that you slice. With and the then rings. there's the salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what, Carol? You are absolutely yeah, right. They're talking about, they're so talking one, about the sauce. Yes. So one actually has the cranberries in it. The other is just a congealed jelly. You are right. Yes. And I would not show up with that on the Today Show. No. <laughs> if I were you. What if I did? <laughs> just a can, just opened it up on a platter. Here, here's Elizabeth High School. I think it's that. That's more of a Midwestern thing, and I'm sure that our listeners are going to let you know what <laughs> what the quintessential Thanksgiving dish is. They're but, getting fired up but right now. Before we get off on sides, you know, Malcolm and I were talking. We've just got to hear the pillowcase turkey story. Yeah, yeah. It's Thanksgiving. It, it's, it's like best. it's like reading the night before Christmas on <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> God, that's good, Carol. That is good. Well, you know, so this recipe was um, or is the way that my grandmother makes it. She is one of the best cooks, um, you know, that I've ever had the privilege of of being around. Um, And I'm so grateful that I got to grow up with her. But she was also a perfectionist. She still is. And, um, you know, so, so much so that if she baked a cake and it didn't turn out right, she would take it outside. She would dig a hole and bury it so that no one <laughs> saw that she had made a mistake. I mean, these are the kind of people I come from. So one of the things that sort of drove her crazy was that the turkey would get too brown before it was actually done. I mean, it would make her nuts. And so, of course, you know, there wasn't a William Sonoma in the Mississippi Delta then. I don't think there still is. But um, <laughs> nowhere to go. There wasn't an everyday gourmet that they could run out to uh, to grab cheesecloth. So she would just get an old pillowcase. I mean, certainly not the one that she was sleeping on the night before. I mean, it needed to be clean. It had to be white, you know. And she would always kind of keep one that was a little bit tattered, you know. And, um, and, and that's what she would use. So basically, she would wrap it. She'd take the turkey, butter it. And then put bacon over the top of it mm. and then wrap it in this pillowcase. And then at that point, and this is the most important thing, you have to saturate the pillowcase. Because obviously, if you put it in like this, it's going to burn. Right. You can ask my cousin, Legan, who <laughs> didn't follow the damn directions and set the house on fire that morning. And calls me screaming like I had done something wrong. Look I mean, what I, done. Wrote, I wrote the recipe. She just chose not to read it. So what you do is you melt butter. You can do sherry, white wine, red wine. I prefer red wine and butter. And then, of course, you're going to add all your herbs to that. So mm-hmm. I'll do thyme, my bay leaves. Because what you have to do, you have to remember that anything that's going to be poured over this turkey is going to go in the bottom of that pan. Yeah. And guess what it's going to be? It's, it's going to be the base for your gravy. 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 And that, oh, it's my It's going to be God, pre-strained. gravy. <laughs> so, so that's the thing. So now we go ahead and do that. And then you keep basting it as, um, as the cooking process goes on. And then as soon as um, about... 30 to 45 minutes before it's finished, you take it out. And this is kind of a team-building exercise. You need to make sure, number one, that you have not been drinking too many mimosas or Bloody Marys. Somebody mm-hmm. has to be sober in order to do this. So once okay. you pull like it out. Like a driver. Yes. So once you pu- Yes, exactly. So once you pull it out, you have to pick the bird up, get the cloth all up, off of it, flip it, and then put it back in the V-rack. 
Hmm. Yes, it, it's a, it's intense. It is. Um, it's super important. It's the most important step that you're going to take that day. Um, and if done properly, it it really does leave a great feeling of um, you know a champion's spirit in the house. Now, is this recipe published anywhere? Of course, for yes. those of, for those who weren't able to take the quick notes. There. Absolutely. So. Um, Funny you should ask. It's obviously in my first book, um, Somebody Stole the Cornbread yep. from My Dressing. But then um, the Today Show and William Sonoma partnered, and um, the, all of the hosts contributed recipes for a new brochure that went out for this holiday season. And they asked me to contribute. And, of course, what did I contribute? The Thanksgiving turkey. And it's the pillowcase. And so you can go to williamsonoma.com. You can go to todayshow.com and also get those recipes. Well, I have to say, Elizabeth and I have worked together for many years, and I have seen her chase around <laughs> all sorts of important people oh telling them about pillowcase turkey. This And this is how she got on the Today Show, but I remember her oh, uh, chasing Sid, Sid Evans, Evans of Garden Sid. and Gun uh, around. Uh, he was at... Viking. In Greenwood, he was business at Viking, and Elizabeth was chasing him around, telling him so about excited. the the pillowcase turkey. Until and Carol came up, and she goes, "Elizabeth, leave him alone. Leave him. <laughs> he's, a, alone. he's a guest. Yeah. Back away. Back away uh, <laughs> from the know, famous people. Thomas Keller. Get the back people. in the kitchen." <laughs> but she got on the Today Show because of the pillowcase turkey. But I did. It was what, my intro. What I want to go into next is to talk about uh, turkeys most loyal friend and that is dressing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then there's the old face-off the family feud stuffing or dressing you know i don't think we but it's not like old miss versus mississippi state in the same house i don't know that you would ever have two family members in well now unless somebody married a northerner yes you are you are wrong (laughs) okay you are right if somebody had married a northerner and then brought that man into this home or a woman into the home i mean figure it out that's what thanksgiving is it's about family so if we're not it's better not to fight about politics so dressing and stuffing are great topics so tell us you wrote a book about. You know, it is it is my absolute favorite thing. It is my, really honestly, I only eat it twice a year because I don't ever want it to become commonplace. You know, like uh-huh. my cousin, she will only eat fried chicken twice a year, which I think is, I think that's, you know, going a little that's bit a little, far. Yeah. Only um, twice? Yeah, well, because she, she wants it to be so unbelievably special, right. you know, I and I guess it, that's kind of how I feel about dressing. I love it more than anything. I mean, I have I have a pan in my freezer right now, but I will not take it out and thaw it out. Like, um, it's going to stay there. It's been there since last year, and I, I won't get it out. But um, anyway, so Chris Christmas and Thanksgiving are my two my two big dressing days. All right, let's uh, give our callers a chance to weigh in on this. One eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Stuffing or dressing? And Elizabeth, cornbread. what is your dressing? Oh, cornbread. <laughs> cornbread. One hundred percent. Have you already made your cornbread and frozen it? Okay, see, you're, now you're making me feel upset again, Carol. I was I, doing just fine. I'd forgotten about how far behind I am. Yeah, no. Normally, my dressing is done. My sweet potatoes are done by now. They are already in the freezer. Rolls are done. They are in the freezer. I mean, like, I normally do this, you know, three three to four weeks, but it's just been so crazy that I hadn't had time to get on it. But this week is going to be my week. Well, uh, another hot tip I've learned for, from friends is when they have leftover cornbread, just just with meals, they just Pop it in a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. and save it. For, super smart. Yeah, save it for dressing. I think it's super smart. I do too. But you, you wrote a book with a friend, and she had moved up north, 
and uh, tell us kind of the the meat or the the turkey of the, right. the dressing well, story. Well, so Suzanne, I, you know, she met this boy when she was at Ole Miss, and he was from Pennsylvania. And you know, I, I told her that this was the most ridiculous thing in the entire world and that she needed to stop this right now. I mean, this was absolute madness because if she married him, he was going to talk her into moving up to to the north. And I mean, she just it was going to be it would be horrible. And um, anyway, she didn't listen to me, and she called me crying after they had gotten married, and yes, she did move up there, and he had talked her into staying for Thanksgiving, and he swore to her that they had, um, you know, something that was just like dressing. dressing. It was just like dressing. He swore there was dressing. Swore that it was going to be fine, (laughs) and so they... You know, kept passing these platters around, kept passing around, and she's putting everything on her plate, and they're putting, you know, filling their plates, and finally, he, she says, wait. She leans over to him and says, Where, I'm, I'm sorry, I thought you said that there was dressing going to be here today. Mm. And he said, well, there is. It's right there. It's We call it stuffing. It's right there. And she started poking around on her plate. By the time it was ended, she said that she had dug an entire hole in the middle of the plate. All the food was on the table because she was digging, trying to find it, and it was just not there. <laughs> so she called me crying, and of course I had no sympathy for her because I told her this was how this was all going to go. I didn't realize it would be that bad, but... Um, you know, it was. It was horrific. And, and, so, and another feature of it, they took the stuffing, some of the stuffing, and made stuffing balls. Mm. balls. Stuffing balls. Oh, balls. that's bad. You, you, can't, you put it in can't, and then bake it in the oven. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Elizabeth High School, Carol, myself. We're going to talk about turkeys, and we're going to talk about hams, and we're going to talk about sides, and we're going to talk about stuffing and dressing and canned cranberry versus fresh cranberry and you're invited to join the fray give us a call 1877 MPB ring that's 18776727464 shoot us an email to food at mpbonline.org Elizabeth and Carol and I will be right back after a short break this is deep south dining the turkey edition <laughs> Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, host of AutoCorrect. If you're enjoying this podcast, try my podcast, AutoCorrect. We help steer you in the right direction with your car problems. Find me on any podcast platform or at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining. I'm Malcolm White here with Carol Puckett and Elizabeth High School. And at any time during the show, if you get pulled away, no worries. You can always listen back to this and any of our past episodes on our website, mpbonline.org backslash Deep South Dining, or subscribe to the podcast using the MPB Public Media app or any podcast app, and you will never miss a recipe or an episode. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you, thank you, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Mal. So you're a little behind, are you, Elizabeth? Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm a lot behind because I've done nothing. I've done absolutely nothing. But but there still is time. Yes. I mean, obviously, we have a week and a half. We're good. You know. I mean, you just got to get got to get focused, motivated. You know, you've really worried me about this Today Show thing with the fifty <laughs> chefs. I hope that everybody's not thinking like you and. Like somebody's going to do sweet potato casserole and somebody's going to do cornbread dressing. They're not 
saying, mm, let me think of something. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I mean, it'll just probably be a very quick pan, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, don't, I don't think that we're obviously going to be able to get how everybody on. Show? How long So it'll be the 8 o'clock hour, and uh-huh. they'll kind of roll back and forth, and I'm sure they'll do, you know, small takes throughout the whole, yeah. throughout the whole hour. But there will be 50 people 50 in the 50 people, studio? yeah, we got to pray that the weather's good, because we'll all be on the plaza. What are you yeah. going to wear? Oh, my God. Malcolm, see, again, I'm behind on <laughs> yeah. that, too. I'm not coming here anymore. Y'all are making me nervous. I was feeling good about myself before. Just always remember cute shoes. <laughs> and I have a feeling that Elizabeth will be one of the ones on camera. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing I'd like to ask uh, both of you is what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish and why? Wow. Well, I think oyster dressing for me, and it's just because when I discovered it, I just couldn't believe it. And, uh, you know, the idea of merging fresh oysters with dressing was just a remarkable concept to me and i know some people don't like oysters but they are baked and they're not raw but i, I just love the oyster dressing and and then i want some sort of cranberry uh, on the side of that now okay so when you when you say oyster dressing because we make a dish called um from the river road cookbook which is oysters johnny reb which is cracker crumbs so you take mm. your cracker crumbs you layer it with your um green onions Tabasco, lemon juice, more cracker crumbs ground up, and then you keep laying that with your oysters. And then you poke holes in it. You kind of dig little wells, basically, pour um, heavy cream into those little wells, and then bake it. Hmm. That's not no. what you're talking about. Okay. No. Yeah. And, okay. And, yeah, my Do you know what I'm too. talking about? I've no, had but that, that sounds I've delicious. It kind of sounds like a, like, a, like a variation. It's like a scalloped like a, oyster, right. kind of. But yeah. um, I go for Ruth Bertel's oyster dressing and as you recall Ruth Bertel yeah. was the founder of Ruth's Chris mm-hmm. Steakhouse right. I think Malcolm and I are talking about a true dressing you know with okay. you say it's French bread is yeah. is the base and a lot of times the oyster dressing has eggplant hmm. in it I don't it's put a, eggplant it's in mine, a true, but I got no problem a, with but that you could. Could. <laughs> always open to the possibility let's go to the phone we've got Jerry calling in from Yazoo County he's talking about rice dressing hello jerry what's up hello jerry you're on the air yeah uh can you hear me yes sir loud and clear okay uh i just want to talk about uh, uh my grandmother whose maiden name was a bear so that may tell you a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> uh every thanksgiving we had dressing cornbread dressing that is uh but we also had dirty rice now, some folks call it rice dressing, but we call it dirty rice. And uh, you can talk about the cornbread dressing all you want, which it was eating pretty well Thanksgiving. Uh, but the rice dressing was a pretty scary thing by the end of the day. Uh-huh. <laughs> so people were going for it. Now, can, do, you, do you remember how it was made or what was in that particular version of dirty rice? Well, uh, she uh, they raised their own hogs. Uh-huh. They grown they grow on smoked sausage and hams, things like that. Uh, so it was it was uh, pork liver. Uh, wow. There there was some uh, there was chicken gizzards in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, parsley, thyme, onions, bell pepper, celery. You know, uh, a lot of seasonings in it too. Right. But, it, I mean, it wasn't spicy, don't get me wrong. It wasn't hot. You know, a lot of folks talk about Cajun food. They think it has to be hot. Right. That's not necessarily true. You know, I, I, 
know, Jerry, we had several people on Malcolm's list that responded to what their favorite uh, dishes were that that put dirty rice. Yeah. And, and really, the thing that makes dirty rice dirty is the gizzards and you know, and the liver. You can put a it, it's put dirty about, in a good way. Yeah, it's dirty in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> you can put about anything else in it, but those uh, giz- gizzards and livers make it dirty rice. Elizabeth, do you have a dirty rice recipe-esque you want to share with us? You know, we have been eating more rice than normal because we have a, a great friend in um, in Sumner, Mississippi, that has a boutique rice company that I am obsessed with. Um, and name, name it. it oh, yes. Well, so it's Mike Wagner, and um, and he is super, super creative. But, I mean, he's doing black rice. He's doing red rice. Um, we're doing, you know, they're mixing all of these different rices, and it is absolutely fantastic. So I've, I've been doing rice salad lately. Oh, yeah. Which is his recipe. It's um, He combines three different types of rice and then green onions, curry powder, um, hazelnuts, and uh, golden raisins. It's one of the best damn things you've ever put in your mouth. Mm. A little bit of lemon Have juice. Have you put it in a cookbook yet? No, I haven't stolen that recipe no, she's yet. She's got to get through Thanksgiving but, first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, um, then she'll get to the next cookbook. Yes, yes. Okay, let's talk sweet. Thanks, Jerry, for the call from Yazoo County. We appreciate it. We love good rice, dirty rice, and rice dressings. Let's talk sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Or no marshmallows. Little bitty marshmallows or big marshmallows? Mm-hmm. Well, I generally don't put marshmallows on mine, but I grew up with them on there, and they were large, jumbos, toasted yeah. just perfectly with a crunch. You actually sent me a recipe, or it was a collection of recipes this week that uh, from from the Internet that had, like, things people could take if they're single and they were thinking of taking like potato chips and dip and you know these were things that were easy and inexpensive and one of them which had a photograph had was like big cut up sweet potatoes and you just pour molasses and Mm. honey over over them and put big marshmallows on top and bake it yeah and that was um it was friendsgiving it was this article about a Friendsgiving dinner, which I guess means not family and not on Thanksgiving, but leading up to. I wasn't really or that familiar with Or it could be Thanksgiving just with friends and not yeah. family. Yeah. I, and I think what people are doing is, you know, it, it's great to have that wonderful meal with your family. But outside of that, they want to spend this wonderful holiday with some of their friends, too. And so they'll actually do it before or even after Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking You know, getting it together. It's a lot of young people are starting to do mm-hmm. this. Um, even a lot of the college kids that work for me will have a Friendsgiving, which I just think is adorable, yeah. you know. And they all bring something. It's all a potluck. And, um, you know, and they, they just enjoy each other before they go back for the holidays. And um, I, th- I think it's a fabulous idea. Yeah, and some of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had were with friends. You know, most of us were from somewhere else and, mm-hmm. and just gathered together. Nobody. I, I lived in Peoria, Illinois at the time, and there were lots of people from everywhere. And, yes, there was stuffing. Elizabeth. I forgot about um, your stint in Peoria. Yeah, but it, it was just an eclectic group of people, and I carried that practice down uh, to Jackson when I when I moved back here, and it, it, it's great and honoring other people's traditions too. Uh, this is one I hate Carol to get off the subject, but one of my favorite stories that you tell is when you were in Peoria and the snow came, and y'all they didn't have anybody that could help them shovel this snow. I mean, and this was way out of their comfort zone. 
Yeah, so uh, anyway, we just decided we wouldn't do it. My, room, no my roommate and I, you know, we were like, you know, women, we never even thought about it, really. And a, a whole contingent, the neighborhood watch group came to see us and told us that we had to shovel snow. And, and when they left, you know, the first thing we thought of was, gosh, are you dating anybody? Well, I kind of, you know, I've been kind of going out with, so we never thought of doing it ourselves. Exactly. Oh. Enlisting the help of friend, boyfriends that they didn't even only only half liked, but they looked strong enough to do the snow work. So another uh, popular item on the uh, Facebook replies was Brussels sprouts. Seems to be making a remarkable comeback. It, it, let me tell you something. It is the sexy darling of the vegetable world. Oh. It really is. You know, it's it's funny how vegetables will trend like that. Mm-hmm. When we were when we had the vegetable farm, um, kale was one that right. the, our first year Luke planted. I mean, acres of kale. And I, that was when I was actually selling the vegetables. And, I mean, I couldn't give it away. I could not give it away. I was basically, I was taking it to the florist, one of my good friends that was a great florist. And I'd give it to him to use in flower arrangements because nobody would buy it. And then, of course, the next year we didn't plant any because it was such yeah, a fail. And just, then that was all anybody wanted was the damn kale. Yeah, you were just a little bit ahead I ahead was, of your but, time. but that's what we're doing with the Brussels sprouts because what's happening is there's so many amazing recipes for roasting them. Now, I mean, if you're talking about the old boiled ones that your mama used to do, no, there is nothing good uh-huh. or right about that. But when you roast them, put a little bacon grease on them, maybe a little bit of honey. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I and mean, this, there's nothing better. There's that one recipe with a lot of Gouda cheese. That yes. Was a, and, a, quite a dish. Fancy looking dish. I think you put, you you had that on, on your website. Mm-hmm. Somebody I, we know, I'm trying to remember who that was, said, no, thanks at my house, don't serve me that. And I said, I'll be right. I'll be right. And another person said, I'm adding this to the Thanksgiving table immediately. So, you know, you get a different response. Are you open to adding new things? I'm, I'm just wondering. because I mean, I'm wide open. I mean, you are. So mm-hmm. we have had the same meal every every year since. I mean, my great-grandmother made this same exact thing. My grandmother made it, and now I make it. I did make one addition when I got married to Luke, and I will allow the classic green bean casserole. But it wasn't on the list. Oh, my God, no. Now my grandmother would have died. Casserole does have the little crispy little Yes, onions. oh, honey, yes. Those yes, and he loves it. But um, anyway, so we have we have made that addition. But y'all are fine. Like, I would never add a Brussels. I mean, I love Brussels sprouts, uh-huh. but I would never add them to hmm. my mix. So what is the mix? I mean, what so is your menu? So we do. It's turkey, dressing, here. gravy, sweet potatoes with baby marshmallows, asparagus with hollandaise, hmm. oysters, Johnny Reb. And then dessert could be, you know, anything, rolls, and then, um, uh, did I say asparagus with hollandaise? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, and that's it. And then dessert sort of flops around. I'm not a big pie person. Yeah. I'm cake over pie. Oh, my god. Every day. I know wrong, I really ain't. Wrong, well, wrong, I am. I'm, I'm sorry. Both. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, oh, my oh, here we go. <laughs> it's time for a break. <laughs> but we will be back. We're not done here. So we're going to take a little break. Come back, talk more about Thanksgiving. Talk about sides, turkey, ham, and desserts when we return. If you have uh, something you'd like to add to the conversation, feel free to give us a ring at 1-877-672-7464 and ask Carol or Elizabeth a question or tell us what's on your Thanksgiving table or your recipes for your favorite Thanksgiving meal. We're going to take a break and come back with more Deep South Dining. I'm Malcolm White with Carol Puckett and our guest today, Elizabeth High School. 
Welcome back to Deep South Dining here with Elizabeth High School and Carol Puckett. Ladies, welcome back to the show. Thank you, honey. Thank you, Mal. Now, Elizabeth, you have a, a real... F- for sure enough business, a catering business. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit of, I mean, you don't just go on radio shows and go on the Today Show and write cookbooks. You have other things that you do, right? Yeah, yeah. The catering company is definitely our, I mean, that is our bread and butter. That's that's what I am, um, well, I mean, I'm passionate about it all, but I do love the catering company. I mean, it's just my favorite thing in the world. And we are going to be doing, um, we're doing a lot of sides this year that we're going to sell, which, um, you know, it's kind of like childbirth. We you don't remember how bad it is until you're in it again, and so it's been it's been about two years, and so I finally have the nerve to, to do it again because you know of course the orders start coming in and making three you know um, three sweet potato casseroles is a ton of fun, thirty of them not, <laughs> not so, so much. much, and and you know one of the first years we did this, Luke wanted to do the turkeys, and so that was fine and all, but. It was me lugging around these 40, you know, frozen turkeys, bringing them in, thawing them out. You know, I mean, Mm. that is no fun. Frying one turkey, ton of fun. Frying 40, not so much. Mm -mm. But anyway, we're back in it to win it. So here we go. So how does does someone contact you and purchase some of your goodies? Yes. So you can, um, if you go to Elizabeth High School Official, you'll see the whole menu there. And then there is an email for Sarah Verdon. And um, you can, can order. Great. So we're doing sweet potatoes. Um, we are doing squash casserole. I don't believe in it, and I don't serve it at this time of year because it's out of season. But people love it, and they want it. They do. Um, so we are going to do that. We're doing dressing, um, cranberry sauce, Jezebel, homemade mayonnaise. Now what's that Jezebel? With the Jezebel sauce? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. The Jezebel. Cranberry sauce with so Jezebel sauce. So um, the Jezebel is, at least our recipe, is um, orange marmalade, apple jelly, um, yellow mustard and horseradish. It mm. is the most divine um, condiment for hams, which would be great for you to take to yeah. Virginia. Well, they've got their own. They got their own. What is it like a mustard, like a sweetie kind of uh, poppy seed? It's a beautiful thing. But they're open to yeah. Sometime maybe we need to talk about the mm-hmm. origins of Jezebel. I've, I've forgotten, but but I, I want to look that up. Okay. You know, it's really funny. Somebody asked me about it, um, about where the name came from, and I said, I don't know. I said it's probably because the recipes passed around more than an offering played at church. <laughs> you know, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, seriously, or either it's just that thing that everybody leaves a party and they're still talking about. You right. know, the Jezebel. So Jezebel. who knows? But anyway, I do love the name and I love the the sauce. All right, we got a. Caller from uh, Olive Branch calling in, not about olives, but rather about <laughs> dressing. Hello, Renee. Hi, how are you? Really good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm really enjoying today's topic. And I was laughing when you guys were talking about the stuffing and the dressing and how controversial it is. But I also uh, wanted to point out that it's so different and varied from every home. Some people like it really wet. Some people like it moist, and I've even had it so dry that it was sliced like a really, really dry bread pudding or a meatloaf. Oh, wow. Now, that's interesting. And, I, you know, I find the dressing and the stuffing, which I do a mixture of both. In the same, uh, in the same uh, dish? Yes, I okay. do. I use, I use the cornbread because, of course, I'm Southern, and, you know, that's sacrilege here. Mm. And then I use the uh, dry bread crumbs as well, or bread cubes, excuse me. Yep. Ah. And, and it turns out, actually, it turns out really well. I, I'm a foodie person. I like to try new. And my family happens to be open to try. And so far, the 
cornbread bread with sausage mm-hmm. is the big hit in my home. Hmm. Well, and we great. like ours moist, not wet, but not dry. Terrific. Thank you so much for listening and for calling in from Olive Branch, Mississippi. We also have another caller, Vinny, on the phone. Is it Vinny? Where are you? Belleville. Yes. Um, I was listening to uh, you, and you said like if I miss it with them driving down the road, of course, I had to pull off the side of the road. <laughs> oh, Lord, don't get in a wreck, honey. <laughs> Stay with us. Stay with us. Because <laughs> I want, I, you know, I try to listen to you every Monday, and Every time it's like to me, I'm driving and, and can't get everything. So I think that I keep missing all this good information. So if I'm missing, what can I do to listen to what you talked about? Well, you can listen to past episodes uh, if, if that's what you're interested in, or you can go to the website. But, uh, you know, we have a podcast, which means that we share the show uh, for you to go and download, and you can subscribe to the podcast by using the MPB Public Media app or any podcast app, uh, or you can go to the website at mpbonline.org, O-R-G, backslash, Deep South Dining, spelled all together. And there's all this information there for you. But but thanks for asking, and uh, don't get into an accident there. Is there a particular question that you had uh, that, uh, about something you were listening to when you were driving? Well, well, I, I just enjoyed everything. Okay. I was interested in the, when the guy was talking about the dirty rice. Yes. Well, he was calling from Yazoo City, and he says that they make a, a dirty rice or a rice dressing uh, up there, and Elizabeth had shared uh, a recipe. Now, do you have a dirty rice recipe that someone could access, Elizabeth? You know, I don't, but I'm I am one hundred percent sure that if you Googled it up now, you know, mm-hmm. or looked in a looked in a Louisiana cookbook, you will find one. Yeah, uh, talk about good is a great one. The uh, I and River Road. River Road's, River Road's my favorite. Great. Okay, well, thanks, Oh, the Vinny. plantation cookbook. Yep. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Uh, we got another caller on the line. Kathleen is calling from Osaka. Hey, Kathleen. I called in late because every time I was going to call in, it, y'all were on point for everything. I love the show today. Thank oh, you. good. Especially the rice dressing. Uh, although <laughs> it is determined whether you like it or not, what area you come from. And it can be uh, savory or sweet. Uh, the rice dressing I make is with a mixed white brown rice with wild rice. Uh, steamed or boiled the same way you would normally do. You add uh, some raisins and pecans and uh, some blackberry jelly. Just on the side, you make like a little roux and just a pinch of lemon juice, and you serve it over that, and that's your sweet. And you can add savory, any kind of savory you want, meats and all. But as far as the uh, dressing and stuffing, I cook kind of both. I take and buy turkey wings and necks ahead of time and make my own gravy and broth. Ah. When I make the turkey, I can baste it with turkey broth, or if I make stuffing, which I do stuff the bird, because everything I put in the bird is cooked low and slow for three-quarters of the time on a rack with about a half inch of either stock or beer or burgundy or whatever you want to put in the bottom to flavor it. And then you put the foil on top. You take uh, leave that on for the three-quarters time. You take it off toward the end, and you crank up the heat just a hair. 
Mm-hmm. It browns the turkey, it's juicy, and you got your stuffing cooked inside the bird. Yum, yum, yum. Thank you so much, Kathleen, for that. That is a delicious-sounding item. Well, we promised to talk about desserts, and we don't have that much time left. You said, Elizabeth, that you're not a pie person, you're a cake person. Yes, what? and I'm not ashamed to admit it. And there was a time when I would be ashamed to admit that, but I'm not. I am I am standing strong, and my shoulders are back, and I'm holding my head high today on this one. Yeah, um, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I just, I, I don't know what it is. I never have, I mean, since I was a child, it just has not been anything. I mean, I'll eat it, but uh-huh. it's not anything that I'm drawn to. What sort of cake would you make for Thanksgiving? Well, see, that's the problem, because the cake doesn't work for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it really doesn't. So we do chocolate potocrems, the easiest recipe in the entire world, you you can make them ahead of time, which is why I love them. Um, and this recipe, all you do, you warm up milk. Yeah. Uh, I mean, excuse me, heavy cream in the, um, you warm that up. And then you have your blender or your feed processor. You put your chocolate chips, your egg, a little bit of hot coffee in there. Take the um, heavy cream that's been really warmed, put it in there into your blender and blend it for three minutes and then pour it into whatever container you're going to serve it in. We'll do it in stimulus martini glasses or, you know, I mean, you know, that's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. It is the easiest thing for ingredients. It is divine. Um, So we'll usually do that. Well, I'm going to be having my grandmother's pumpkin pie because it's not Thanksgiving without it. She did a pumpkin chiffon pie Uh where you... You know, beat egg whites and fold it in. Right. But, Mal, it, it reminds me of a conversation we were having through email about a Boston Globe story about recipe cards, how yes. we're losing that. The old box of recipe cards with, you know, they're tattered and have food splatters. The in. dirty pages. The, mm-hmm. That's what Mal, That's what you said. <laughs> the dirty pages, the dirty pages, are, pages are the best pages of the cookbook. And my grandmother's. Pumpkin chiffon pie is on one of those cards for me. Yeah, you can pick up a cookbook and thumb through it, and when you get to the dirtiest page on there, you know that's the most familiar recipe. Elizabeth, yes, yes. And speaking of recipes, I do want to make mention just really quick because um, one of our good friends, Jennifer Cole, she has a new cookbook out with a fabulous stuff from New Orleans called Chasing the Gator, and there is a phenomenal dirty rice recipe in that. Um, and then I just remembered that I wanted to mention that Two Brooks Rice farm is my friend Mike Wagner's and he also has a great dirty rice recipe um, at twobrooksfarms.com that's good Mississippi so we Delta plenty, rice yeah we got plenty of dirty rice recipes for you alright ladies that about does it for us today here on Deep South Dining and which thank is thank you produ- Elizabeth yeah. oh my oh. lord y'all we're going to have you no- back again you, you think you, y'all, you got I'm up early you, you drove all the way from Oxford my sweet husband did ride, drive me at one point I caught myself with my mouth wide open snoring so anyway we want to thank Luke for getting me here safe and sound and um, I can't thank you all for having me it's just the highlight of my Thanksgivings being here with y'all well thanks and we will have you back for all seasons because you are the perfect guest Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting's Think Radio. We're funded by generous listeners like yourself. Our show is produced by the one and only Java Chapman. I want to thank Liz Gill for screening and for bringing us the pumpkin spice cookie straws. For myself, Elizabeth Heiskell, and Carol, Deep South Dining is done.